Hello, and welcome to Self-Sabotaging Sagas, hosted by me, your Elevation Guide, Jenea Barnes. Hello, everybody. Hi. Today, we are going to talk about that go-go-go mentality, that like all action all the time. How many of us do this? We're like going, 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 can't just always got to keep moving. Can't sit still. When you sit still, things go haywire. (laughs) Um, Feel free to leave comments anytime during the thing, and I will do my best to answer them and get to them. I'm going to pull up my other feed here so that I make sure I can get it from all angles. Um, Anyway, back to go, go, go all of the time. So think about it. Are you one of those people that has to keep moving all of the time? And if you are, I've got some things to say about that. Now, what you think like moving and being productive, being full of action, how could that be self-sabotaging? How does moving and going, 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 how is that a self-sabotaging thing? I mean, there's a number of things. We'll start by the obvious. If you're going, going, going all the time, you might hit that thing that people call burnout. And different people react differently to this. Some people just keep going through it, through it, through it until their body completely gives out, until they end up very, very sick. They end up with some sort of disease. Um, Other people will go, 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 and then they'll crash for like two weeks or a month and can't do anything, can't get out of bed, they'll spiral into a thing of depression. Other people just keep going. And again, the older you get, the more you've been going, 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 the more likely it is to start affecting your body, to start making adrenal failure, not adrenal failure, but adrenal imbalances. And when this happens, things happen like you gain a bunch of weight because that stress that you're not even aware of because you're so used to it has finally started to take its toll. Your digestion gets messed up. Your ability to concentrate gets clouded. So... Taking the time to, you know, we hear this all the time. We hear this about self-care. Let's practice self-care. We all need to self-care. But I got to tell you, some of us, and not for me anymore, but in the past, some of us are like, what are you talking about? I don't have time for that. I can't even sit still. Sit down for a massage. You feel like you're crawling out of your skin. Sit in the sauna and relax and do nothing. And you feel like you're crawling out of your skin. Like you're wanting, I mean, for me, 
I used to feel like I wanted to die. I would go on vacation and see like my family for a couple of days. And even in situations where it wasn't like anyone was pushing my buttons, but these situations where two days I wasn't working on something and I started to crawl up the walls. How many of you guys are familiar with that feeling? Like you have to be doing something. So what this really is a sign of, and this is really important, you guys, this is a sign that your body is in constant fight or flight. And this is why it's so uncomfortable to sit still because your nervous system is like this all of the time. And if your nervous system is going like this, you need to be moving at that same pace so that everything seems to balance, right? If everything's moving at the same pace, but if you're trying to slow down and your nervous system is going like this, you don't feel right. It doesn't feel right inside, correct? Right? So how do we get out of that fight or flight? That's the real question, right? Well, it takes time. And it takes healing, really. But first, one of the ways that you can start this process is by this little thing I call sitting. And you can do it with your eyes open or closed. doesn't really matter. I prefer eyes closed. And you just sit and quiet. And now, those of you that have that go, go, go mentality, and it's really difficult to sit still for a few minutes for, you know, a day, you'll know that sitting still, <laughs> it's easier said than done, right? But here's where we get to start to practice and cultivate something that's going to shift our lives. So let's say you start with 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I like 20 minutes to start with because it will push a boundary probably if this is new for you. And that's what we want to do. So when you sit still in the quiet for, say, 20 minutes to start with, you can work your way up. Ideally, an hour a day is primo. But what happens is there'll be a moment when a feeling comes up and you start to feel a little uncomfortable in your body. You'll recognize it because when you try and sit still for too long, you know, relaxing or on a vacation, you'll get that like antsiness in the feeling like you got to get up and you got to start moving. So here's the thing. Y'all want to just sit through it. The thing is, is it's an emotion that's in your body that's trying to move and get out. And by sitting through it, it only takes a couple minutes. So you can rest assured when the uncomfortable feeling comes up, don't attach a story to it. Just let the feeling and the sensation come up and allow it to move through you eyes closed, 
sit, uncomfortable feeling comes, allow it to come and move through you. I promise you it's not going to be there for very long. It will actually move within a couple of minutes. So you can rest assured when you're in that state and that uncomfortable feeling is coming up that you can sit through it because it's only going to be a couple of minutes. Most of the time when an uncomfortable feeling comes up, we don't know how long it's going to last. Like this is what our brain is telling us. This thing might last forever. I have to do something to make it go away, squash it, move it, keep moving, do whatever it takes to get rid of the feeling. But so here's the challenge is sitting through that feeling. And so while you're sitting and you sit through the feeling and you get to the other side, you'll often get a little peace or maybe an epiphany or something lovely. But the main thing that you're doing is you're training your nervous system that you're not going to die. And the more you do this, the more you sit through these uncomfortable feelings and show your nervous system that you can get through the other side without dying, it starts to rewire your brain. And your brain's like, oh, uncomfortable feeling does not mean that I'm going to die. So you're starting to regulate your nervous system. And this, the more you do this, the gradually, the more your body and your system will come out of that fight or flight. Now, this doesn't happen overnight. It is you've spent your whole life in this go, go, go mentality, or maybe it just happened semi-recently. Maybe something in your life shifted. Maybe there was some emotional event that pushed you into this different state of being. but. The more you sit through those feelings, that uncomfortable feeling, it will start to retrain your nervous system. And you will start to shift little by little out of that fight or flight. In the long run, what this does is it will start to regulate your adrenal system. It will start to help your body to regulate its digestive system. I mean, you guys have to do a little bit of help here. If you are eating nothing but sugar all day long and booze and French fries, <laughs> your body's not going to regulate all that well on yourself on its own. But doing this is going to help to regulate your nervous system. Now, Sometimes we're really busy for other reasons. Maybe it's not that we feel like we have to go, go, go. Maybe we have these beliefs, these beliefs that we're afraid to let other people down. If we let other people down, they might not love us. They might think poorly of us. Um, we might not be able to set those boundaries. We might not be able to say no because... One, we're not used to taking care of ourselves first. And again, some of us with that go, go, go mentality, like, what do you mean take care of myself first? <laughs> Why would I do that? I've got to take care of my children, my husband, my mother, my people at work. I have to take care of everybody. There's no time for taking care of me. But by taking care of you, you actually are able to give a lot more to those people that you love, which is really important. So 
We need to learn how to draw boundaries. We need to learn how to say no. But where do we draw those boundaries? Where do we draw those boundaries? And how do we say no to the people that are important to us? One of the things that's really helpful in doing that is figuring out what is important to you as an individual, me as my individual. So getting clear with what your values are, what's really important to you. And when you can make a list of your priorities, it becomes a lot easier to say no to things that sure would be fun, but really aren't going to serve your higher purpose, your higher goals. You know, going to the movies with that one person you met one time that you kind of liked, but aren't so sure about, is that worth half of your day when you could be doing something to take care of yourself or taking care of somebody that's higher on your priority list. So learning how to say no gracefully, it's not a personal thing. Being able to say no to that person that asks you to do something because it doesn't serve your highest good and your highest priorities. Getting clear on that stuff is really important so that we can create more space, so that we don't have to go, go, go all the time. But now here's the other kicker about go, go, go and being busy, being crazy busy, is we're not always productive. We're not always super productive when we're in that go, go, go mentality. Sure, we're doing a lot of things. Our body is moving. Our brain is moving. We've got every second of the day scheduled out. But what are you actually accomplishing? And this goes back again to that clarity and that purpose. What are you focusing your energy on? Are you running around going to the movies with that person you barely know half of the week? Yeah, your time is full, all filled up. But are you making any progress on the stuff that really matters? And sometimes that stuff, sometimes that stuff takes more time, more thought, more consideration to do it well, to do it correctly. A lot of times when we're in that go, go, go mentality and we have that fight or flight thing going on in our nervous system, we get an idea and we jump into action trying to put it into place, right? Anybody ever done that? (laughs) Idea. Okay. I'm doing it. I'm making it happen. You get halfway through and maybe you hit a roadblock and maybe you half-ass it just to get it done, get it out there. Um, Perhaps you, yeah, get halfway through and you're just, you drop the ball. There's a lot of different things that happen. And I think societally, we are taught to go, go, go. That action production is key. And there's a lot of talk about this these days. There's that like the masculine is the do, 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 and the feminine is the rest and rejuvenate, all of that. And I don't, in this context, I don't like to refer to something as masculine and feminine. It's all part of the creation process. So when we are 
wanting to make something happen, when we want to create, there's a process. It happens not just by doing. And that's, I think, the misconception that people have, that we wake up, we think we need to jump into action to create something big and new. I want to start my business. So I have to do all this work. I have to be action, be moving all of the time. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of that. That's like, um, and so with that doing all of the time, sometimes, and I think a lot of you guys can relate to this. You've started a project, you've dove into it. You were head first, going through it, doing the things, calling the people, trying to set everything up. And halfway through, you hit a snag and you realize, oh, I have to go back like 18 steps and redo this step and then redo every other step after it because I screwed up somewhere. I mean, does that happen to anybody? I mean, so much of that is the process of learning, right? We make a mistake and we learn. But here's the thing. When we take time to do the full process, which I'll explain in a minute, the full process of creation, we waste a lot less time. We're able to actually do things better. And in some ways, it seems like it's moving slower because part of the time that we're in this process, we're not moving. And this is the benefit of getting out of that go, go, go mentality is we get to start having each step that we take matter, having each step that we take make a difference and seriously move us towards our goals instead of just doing busy work and having to repeat the busy work just tweaked a little like four times till we get it how it needs to go. This happened to me last week. It was interesting because in the past, I would definitely do it. I would jump forward, sit down, figure it out, jump into it, jump into it, jump into it. And I had this hesitation on this project I was working on that I could see how it could link to a lot of things, but I knew what I was trying to focus on right now in this moment. And I kept sitting down trying to work on it and I couldn't get through it. I would start and I would sit there and just not want to do it. And at first I thought, well, I'm just procrastinating. Something's going on with me, some bullshit that I'm avoiding, right? But what I realized as I gave the, the process more time to percolate in my mind, I saw how if I took the time to scale this back and do it wider, it would actually be able to affect everything else that I was working on. But it meant I would have to take it at a different direction, at a different pace, and not narrow my focus. I would have to widen my focus. And so here's the thing. When we take a little bit more time before jumping into action, we can see these, these possibilities of how we can save time in the long run. 
So my process for any type of creation is this process I call RICA. It's um, R-I-C-A. So for anything to come to fruition, there is a process. And it usually starts because we ended another process, other something we were work on, working on. And that first step is rest and rejuvenation. So whenever we finish, it's also, it's kind of like a circle. So whenever we finish something we've been working on, we need to take a little time for rest and rejuvenation. And then we need to take some time to imagine. It's this imagine and dream. So when you're starting a new project, when you are building a new business, writing a business plan, when you are going to build a treehouse, whatever it might be, you want to come at it from being rested. And then you want to imagine and dream what it's going to be like, right? Really imagine it. Let the imagination go to all the different places, all the different possibilities, because here is where the possibility really opens up. You know, a lot of times we have an idea and we focus straight to the doing, we narrow our focus. But when you take that time to imagine, we open up, we open up what's possible. We open up how many different ways and things that whatever it is we're working on can affect. And when we start looking at this from this bigger angle, things really start to shift in how we go to the next step, the next step, which is create, create and plan. So we imagine all the possibilities, what can happen, what can occur. And now we go to the creation and planning step. Now, this also is not the big action step. This is, you know, where somebody might draw blueprints and figure out all the things that they need, plan how to do it so that they can do it with intention and so that you can do it without wasting steps. And then finally is A for action. And then we do the doing. And so it's so funny, you know, people think everything is created by action. But in this process, there are four letters. It's rest, imagine, create, and action, right? And only one of those is the actual action part. Our action, we can keep doing the action over and over and over. This is what we do when we're go, 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 go people. But if we take that space to rest a little bit, imagine, then create and plan, and then do the action, our action is much more efficient, much more effective. And because we've had that time to imagine and really grow into the expansion, whatever it is we're trying to create, we're probably set it up to filter into other parts of our life. It's what the brain wants to do. The brain really wants to solve the big problems. But so often when we are in that action space, that do, 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 we're like this with blinders on. And when we have the blinders on, we're missing a lot of stuff 
And then we get to this one point where there's an obvious hiccup and we have to go back and redo it from the other angle because we didn't think, take that time to imagine and create. We didn't think that if we had just done this one thing way back here, that that would have made it have possibilities like this. And maybe if we did another one thing over here, it'd have possibilities like this. Does that make sense, you guys? So that's my process for bringing anything to fruition is the rest and rejuvenate from whatever the previous action was. Imagine, create and plan, and then action. So it spells Rika. So I've talked, to, I've talked about a bunch of stuff in this very short amount of time, but we've talked about drawing boundaries. We've talked about taking self-care. And we've talked about the really important part about how when you are a go, go, go person all of the time, that your nervous system is operating in a heightened state. It is in this fight or flight mentality. And we talked a little bit about how to bring it to a softer level, how to start to train your nervous system that you're going to be okay, that you're not going to die. And this takes desire, you guys. I mean, you can run in that space of go, go, go all of the time. You can. But in the long run, there will be some burnout aspect of it, whether your body starts to break down or whether you're one of those people that just crashes and burns and can't get out of bed for a week. So as we take this space to retrain our nervous system, we get to shift and create more effectively and more efficiently. And we get to, again, you know, looking at those things that are really important to us. Where do we draw the boundaries? Learning how to say no. And a lot of that stuff, you guys, is unconscious programming. It's this fear deep within us that we believe if we say no, somebody's not going to love us or they're not going to be there for us or they're going to stop inviting us, whatever that is. And that stuff comes from self-worth issues. It comes from previous experiences. We've had, we've all had these experiences where we had some emotional event and we made up a story that Sally Jane didn't invite me to the party because she doesn't like me. And so now I need to be really nice to Sally Jane so that she'll like me and invite me to the party. And maybe you were hurt. And so that stuff is triggered when we are trying to make other people happy, when we can't say no. And that stuff is stuff that's in our unconscious mind that is easily shiftable with just one little simple process. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty cool, actually. And so as you do for yourself, that practicing of that sitting and working through every time one of those uncomfortable feelings come up, you're releasing something from the past that was a trigger. 
And so you're not only training your nervous system, but you're healing those past emotional wounds because you're letting those emotions move through you. And as you guys know that I work with people on all of this stuff, um, the unconscious programming, the self-worth stuff. If you guys are interested in learning more, having a conversation with me to see if it makes sense, if you've got stuff that you want to shift, if you want to fast track, <laughs> it's funny, this is counterintuitive. If you want to fast track your nervous system from getting out of that go, go, go <laughs> mentality, <laughs> you can reach out to me and we'll set up a quick to see if it makes sense to work together more deeply. Another thing I've started doing is these things called illumination sessions. And it's where we dig deep into your subconscious mind. There's a part of you that is very knowing and very wise and has lots of answers. And so we dive into that part of you and address maybe some problems that you're having or some goals that you want to achieve and find out the answers of the best way for you to get there. Because, you know, you hear transformational people always talk about, you have everything within you that you need to do whatever the thing is, <laughs> right? But a lot of us don't really know how to access that. I mean, it's true, but how do we access it? And so these illumination sessions is one of the ways we can do it. So we tap in and we actually ask the part of you that knows the questions of what you need to do. They're really deep and super profound. All right. Anyway, thanks you guys for watching this episode of Self-Sabotaging Sagas. Next week, we're going to talk about perfectionism. And I have a special guest coming to have a conversation with me and y'all and yeah, reach out to me via messenger, via my website, whatever works for you. And I will see you guys next week for talking about perfectionism. All right. Bye guys. <laughs>